Ajay, do you ever get that feeling that the internet's listening to you and like you talk about something, all of a sudden an ad shows up for it or like the thing that gets me all the time is articles will show up about something I talked about. Like for instance, AMs with AJ on VFX, Ajay in this morning. Yesterday, you're giving me some crap about finally just donating clothes to the DI, right? Jim called in and told us how he bought that exercise bike. He's like, I don't have room for this, but he wouldn't take it back. I stumbled across an article yesterday right after that conversation. It was a hack for how to get yourself to finally give up the stuff you're not willing to to throw out. You just somehow stumbled into this. That's what I'm saying. The internet listens to you, and it's like, hey, by the way. Just stumbled into this. It's the internet, man. It spies on you. Keep going. So the hack is, according, I read it. I was like, okay, well, for Ajay's sake, let me let me see what this says. Let me see what this says, because he was going nuts yesterday. Yes, maybe. and it said basically the way to get yourself to finally get rid of stuff is to hide it from yourself, because then you'll forget about it, and so the next time you see it, be like, oh, I guess it wasn't this important. I guess I'll just toss this out. Hide it? Yeah. You what? stuff it in the corner of a dark closet? That, I mean, that raises, you raise a great question. I don't know how you hide something from yourself unless you're just like, give it to your roommate, your partner, wife, husband, whatever it is. Be like, look, I don't know. I don't want to know where this is. Put it somewhere. And I'm going to close my eyes and count to 10 and you do something with it. But it reminds me like tomorrow will be Cash Valley Secrets. And I'm pretty sure someone once called or confessed, no, Colin, but confessed and said that they hide their husband's dirty clothes at the bottom of the hamper they don't want them to have anymore they wait a few months and then when he forgets about them they throw them out that's what it feels like to me like even i after admitting yesterday i don't throw i, I have having trouble throwing stuff out i'm like suck it up just get rid of it wow listen to you all of a sudden huh? amazing what some good sleep will do for a man my one's had good sleep <laughs> More so, just reading the insanity of the internet, I was like, okay, hold on. Letting the internet and you have an intervention. Uh, yeah, right? I'm not going here. Because to me, it's the same thing. Like, everybody, do you have a, a pile of clothes or whatever? Call, I, I guess you call it, like, your your hopeful clothes. Like, everybody has, a, I think, a few pieces of clothing. Like, if I lose, like, 10 pounds, I'm going to be right back into this wardrobe. Uh, oh, that's a good question. Uh, Yes, sort of, but I have no hope of losing 10 pounds. Yeah, see, I finally, this last year, finally gave up. I had, I've just pairs and pairs of jeans that like I wear 36 and they're like 32s. I'm like, man, I'm going to lose 15 pounds and I'm going to have so many jeans that I can wear this last year. I was like, okay, let's be honest, AJ, we're not going to do that. So I'm, I'm going to get rid of them. I have them still. I, I I need to get rid of them, but I was like, no, do we need to set a timeline date for you to get rid of those jeans? Maybe we need to set a date or hide them. I'm not sure. Which no, way to go about let's this. not get lazy. Let's <laughs> not try to get sneaky. Let's do as we were going to do, and let's get rid of them. Let's set a date, AJ. Okay, what's big? What monumental, date would be reasonable? Uh, what's today? The thirty first. April Fools. You probably won't do it. You'll think it's a joke. So let's not do that. <laughs> it's a joke. All right, AJ. You've got till Wednesday, April sixth, at five p.m. Mountain Daylight Time to get rid of these jeans. End of the workday next Wednesday. Go. I want proof from your wonderful girlfriend. Oh boy, that you got rid of these. Because I'm not going to believe you. No, you shouldn't. You definitely shouldn't. No. Yeah. I want proof from your wonderful, incredibly awesome girlfriend that you've got rid of these jeans. That they're gone. They are out of the house. Out of the house. Out of your closet. Out of your sight. Out of your mind. Wow. You're Aj- moving on. Ajay really putting his money where his mouth is. 
Okay, I'll try. I'm going to keep my clothes, though, by the way, just so you know. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> you know, the funny thing is, I feel like, Ajay, you and I know each other pretty well. Yes. But there is, I think, a few things we could still learn about ourselves. Like, just how far are we willing to go to make some money? Okay. What would you do okay. for a million dollars? There are plenty of people who would make the argument there are certain things they wouldn't do, no matter how much money was given to them. But all of a sudden, somebody walks up, briefcase opens it up, million dollars right there. I think you're... Your staunchness will break down rather quickly. I'd like to test this theory with you. AMs with AJ on VFX. AJ's in this morning. All right, what do you got? All right. Little smarty pants. All right. <laughs> I'm admitting. I no, think I would came for a lot gonna, of stuff. We're going to see how strong the underwear are here, good sir. All right. Mike Tyson, three minutes in a ring. Would you do it for a million dollars? Ooh. How old is he now? He's up there, right? It doesn't matter, dude. It's Mike Tyson. It is. I mean, I, I, I got to be honest. I'm a little bit hesitant just because. Should be. That one That one would bring, like, legitimate physical harm. Like, there's yes, a chance, like, he just knocks my head clean off my shoulders. I don't know that I'm doing that one. I mean, you can fall to the ground after, he, like, he fake hits <laughs> oh, you or whatever. Knock out! I just fall over. <laughs> just lay there. You got move. me! <laughs> like Spider-Man. Bonesaw is ready. I got you for three minutes. All right. Now, would you for a million dollars sleep in the same room as two alligators? Is there anything separating us? Like, are they down low and I'm up high or anything? Or we all? No, I mean, you I mean you got a bed and they're no. on the floor. What good is it? What good is a million dollars if I die? Hmm. I, I know, right? AJ. What a crazy choice that I made. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> How nuts that I would value my life. All right. Would you eat in one setting? One setting. Two Big Macs, two Quarter Pounders, Mm. one large fry, Mm. one milkshake, and a large drink of your choice. Yeah, I think I could do that. For a million dollars? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You'd be all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How long would it take you? (sighs) Those are some big burgers. I don't know. 20 minutes? That's it? Yeah. Oh, man, that's pretty good. Yeah. All right, AJ. I think I could do it. Hey, man, dedication. I think I could do that one. All that right. one's easy. That one's by far the easiest one. You're, you're softening here, AJ. You're making it easy <laughs> Okay, on I went too hard now. I'm softening too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Why don't right. we pick a happy medium here, AJ? Okay. <laughs> okay, for a million dollars, would you sing a solo in front of... Man, this would be tough. Oh, and you'd have to do... The dance. Oh, the dance too. Oh on national television, national television in front of Simon Cowell, like of Britney Spears' Oops, I Did It Again, in the outfit. Yeah, probably. Really? Do I get, I get a little training ahead of time? Like, can no, I you don't the, get any training. So I just got to gotta learn it on myself? You the outfit yeah. and you just go. But what does it matter? If I get the million dollars when I complete the show, I'll just biff it up the whole way. And then he'll be like, oh, that was the most terrible thing. I can't do a Simon Cowell impression. But I'd be like, he, <laughs> made I mean, me a million dollars. Probably a viral sensation, too. I mean, you're going to have to have for thick skin. For the wrong skin. reason. I mean, oh, yeah. I'm going to have to stay off the internet for quite some time. Yeah, probably for the rest of your life. I got one for you. Shoot. For a million dollars, would you finally watch Harry Potter movies and the Lord of the Ring movies and the Star Wars movies while we're at it? Do you have to watch all of them? All of them. No. For not even a million? You're a liar. No, I'm dead serious. In I'm ca- dead serious. I would have no interest. In case you're thinking, AJ is making this all up. He's not, because we got into an argument about things in movies, him, popular movies, me, a snack that everybody loves. We don't care for him. 
I got bad news for everybody. This whole notion that popcorn is great and movie theater popcorn is the best version of it is absolutely untrue. Okay, well, how about you do this? How about you actually eat the movie popcorn instead of just looking at it and thinking that it's gross? No, I've I've tried it. No, I've you haven't. It. It's garbage. You I haven't have. tried it with passion. But, so that's probably with true, love. actually. That, that's definitely true. AMs with AJ on VFX. AJ's in for the Gold's Gym debate at eight. It's just not. Like, everybody tries to convince me. It's not. It's like cardboard that's been drowned in butter to make it work. Wow. It sounds like every other food that we eat. Cardboard drowned in butter. Yeah. <laughs> no. Movie theater popcorn is not good. It, it's Yeah, it is. It's great. You put some salt on it. Oh, my gosh. Mouth is salivating right now. I, I wish you had better taste. Like, I thought my friends were good people, but I mean, I'm. I mm. wish you would try it instead of just not I trying it. I have tried it. I don't feel like you have. I have. It's I, overrated. I feel like what you did is you spilled your popcorn on the floor, then you ate it, and it tasted gross. And you're like, oh, this is the worst. I hate movie popcorn. Okay. Okay. Let me ask you this There's not something in the world that you despise that everybody else tells you is great? Yes, there is. What? Okay. Twilight, Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter. Star Wars. What is your problem? Whoa. Okay. Now I have a problem. Yes. Oh, really? There's not a single oh, thing. Listen in, to you. No, there's not a single thing in the Star Wars or Lord of the Rings. You can, yeah, Twilight. Yeah, we'll get that out of here. That's fine. And this Twilight or, the, or excuse me, the Star Wars or Lord of the Rings universe that you find good at all. Oh, by the way, so one time I was chilling with the USU women's team, and I thought we were watching Twilight. I guess it was Hunger Games. I had no idea. <laughs> So you haven't seen any of them? No. Oh, come no. on. Well, I guess I saw Hunger Games accidentally without even really watching because I thought it was Twilight. I was like, where's the freaking wolf? Come out already. <laughs> that's, that's funny. I don't remember the battle to the death in the first one. <laughs> that's that's like what minimum, I was like, like the fourth one. I'm like, Twilight movies are a lot more violent than I thought yeah, it was. When did that happen? <laughs> I, I can't tell you. Like, you know, okay, you know who you remind me of? Oh boy, my dad. Oh, here we go. No, listen here to this. We go. Listen to this and tell me. Tell me this doesn't sound like you. So every time a new Marvel movie comes out, my dad. My dad asks me, right? He goes, "Oh, is that a Marvel movie?" And I go, "Yeah." And he goes, "What's it about?" And I go, <laughs> da, 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 da. I give him a basic synopsis. I'm a little bit behind, but I give him a basic synopsis. And he goes, ah, "I'm making too many of those." And I go, "Have you seen any of them?" And he goes, "No, but it's oversaturation." I'm like, "You haven't seen it's any of them." It's the exact same thing as the last one. <laughs> Okay, then. No. You same need to watch Star Wars. You need same to as watch the last Star one. Wars and Lord of the Rings. 2020 is the same as 1981. Oh, my gosh. Movies, or 79 or whatever it was. Movies just got raked through the coals today. Not a good time for yeah. movie experience or anything. You, yep. Not you a good time for Hollywood. Mm. Mm-mm. I can't believe you still maintain that for a million dollars, you wouldn't watch some of the most iconic franchises of film. They're not the most iconic franchises. Star Wars is absolutely one of the most iconic franchises in all of film. Gosh. So is Land Before Times 1 through 12. (laughs) You know? I will not tolerate besmirching of at least 1 through 5. I watched the crap out of those (laughs) as a kid. Those tree stars, I don't know what it is, but they look kind of delicious. little Petrie's my main... Dinosaur, whatever that is. <laughs> Though it doesn't seem like, in all honesty, like trying to be funny, but also seriously, like long neck seems kind of, I got to be honest, that seems borderline racist. Like I feel like those dinosaurs <laughs> were a little bit racist in how they refer to each other. You know, it's crazy when you grow up, you find out like rhymes and griddles and little nighttime songs had bad meanings to it. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. You find out the meaning of ring around the rosy and it's like, oh, this is man, not what a good time. What are we time. doing?
Yeah. Well, yeah. Or I mean, but you're right. Like Land Before Time, you find little hints, and you're like, "What is happening? What is going on?" No, you're not wrong. Okay, let's get away from that stupidity to sheer stupidity. Uh, <laughs> AJ. Yes, AJ. How seriously do you take a pinky swear? Oh, I do take it pretty seriously. Okay, me too. One one thief thought the exact same thing. Like this is a binding contract. Unfortunately for him, the guy he was trying to rob did not take it that that serious. Oh, that's totally different. <laughs> <laughs> so AJ already said that he takes pinky promises very seriously, but within reason. Which is good news because there's a pinky promise in these Florida Not headlines. This will probably happen in like freaking the bowels of Montana. <laughs> AMs oh, with AJ on VFX. AJ's in this morning. All right, man. Headline number one. I don't even want to play. A mugger robbed a guy at knife point and then made him pinky swear that he wouldn't call the cops. The guy then obviously called the cops, but they still haven't caught the mugger. Well, that's just justice for breaking the pinky swear. <laughs> it is kind of a violation, but at the same time, I mean... Forced under duress. I mean, it's not a legit pinky you swear. You pinky? Well, then you're dumb enough to pinky swear. You're not allowed to call the cops and tell on them. He's also. got a knife. What are you going to do? Don't pinky swear. Don't pinky swear. I don't believe in that stuff. I just. Uh, you still I mean, hold the this, cards. But- okay. As a pinky swear expert, you still hold the cards. Pinky swear expert. Uh, story number two. Surveillance video captured a man. He was going from car to car along a residential block, just breaking, trying to break into them. But he several, several times he couldn't get into him because the doors were locked. Well, the uh, next day, the guy tried to do it again in the same area. Unfortunately, he broke into an unmarked police car. <laughs> oh, God. Not only, and not only, not only was it an unmarked police car, there were several police officers in the car. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> he must have, he just was like happy to finally get a door open on that one. He's like, yeah, oh, no. Pinky promise? <laughs> That's all you can do, right? What else are you going to do? Yeah, police officer, pinky promise? No. No. Uh, please? <laughs> <laughs> so, those are the two headlines. We'll hear the full stories coming up and see if AJ can figure out which one is from Ford and which one's not. I already not. know which one it is. Wow, confidence. I like it. Well, yeah. we'll see if you're right. Are you we'll pinky swear you- you'll just say yes? <laughs> no. No, I don't. <laughs> I, I would have, and then you said, no, it's a binding contract, so now, <laughs> no, no, I'm not going to. Okay, so according to Ajay, if you make a pinky promise, either, even under duress of knife point, you still have to hold steady. That's what you said. I just, why do you make the promise in the first place? He was under a knife attack. No, you still, you, you, you hold your ground. Oh, boy. Okay, you got to turn into a spit shake. <laughs> so, what, like a football move? Is that what we're talking about here? Just like, oh, Fulger spins. He's in the open field. <laughs> They're talking about it's how you get away. Florida not on VFX. is with AJ. AJ's in. I, I didn't think about that. You're coaching him through. Like, see here, you had an opportunity to find the lane, and you're, you're just not taking advantage. And lane. So story number one, uh, a mugger robbed a guy at knife point this past weekend. The mugger actually asked the guy if he was a drug dealer and he pulled a knife when he said no. He stole like 80 bucks from him, and he took his bicycle. But before he left... To cover his tracks, right? He said, all right, Pinky promise. You can't break one of these. You're not going to call the cops, right? And, of course, the guy, under threat of being stabbed, said, no, no, I'm not. He then, of course, after the guy rode off on the bike, immediately called the cops. But they haven't found the mugger yet. I don't know. Man, give credit to the guy. To the, 
Well, never mind. Don't give credit. Really? You're going to no. give credit to Munger? Is that how you wanted to finish that <laughs> sentence? How did he get away? I, apparently, that bike, he's just zigzagging all over the place. In backyards, through fences. I, according to you, you know, that's just karma for breaking the pinky promise. Yeah, you, honestly, it is. Okay, you know the drill. This is like ball don't lie. Like, he broke the pinky promise. They can't find him. I mean, that's all you need to know. Don't pinky if you can't follow through. <laughs> Story number two. No double or triple stamp your races. Exactly. Story number two. Uh, there's video surveillance of a man who tried to break into several cars on the street in the middle of the night, only to find that he was thwarted by the fact that, oh, no, they were locked. I mean, what are the odds, right? Turns out the guy returned the next day to try again. He finally got into one. The problem was it was an unmarked police car. Not only was it an unmarked police car, it says not not that there was one, not that there was two. It says it was occupied with several, several members of the Sheriff's Office of Strategic Target Area Response Team, or START. So not just regular cops, like extreme cops. Dude, they're not, and those extreme cops are not dumb. They they're not are making very, the they do a very good job of what they're job is oh, to yeah. do. I mean, they are very good. And you're not going to trick them into making a pinky promise. No. So, the question is, AJ, which story's from Florida? Okay, I'm feeling like Swaggy P. I'm feeling confident today, AJ. I'm listening. Story number two, baby. Story number two? Well, guess what, buddy? I'm right. Correct. You got it correct. Yep, yep. Fun fact, I, I want everyone to know this does not reflect on me, because I also, too, take pinky promises very seriously, but that was actually from Ohio, from the Midwest. Really? From my old stomping grounds. Oh man, yeah. Well, wait. What? Because uh, I, I was I lived in Northeast Ohio for two years. It was in. Does not say. Just says Ohio. Oh, okay. Well, that's broad. Yeah. Did you ever make a pinky promise? Warren, Ohio, wherever that oh, is. Oh yeah, that's yeah, that's where you I was. been there. Oh yeah. Maybe you ran into the, one of these two guys. Yeah, man. Maybe I made a pinky promise with him too. Ooh, I hope you held up your end of the bargain. I did. He didn't. <laughs> Or they're not on VFX. Look, I know this is going to sound stupid. Probably will. But an argument that has echoed throughout my household growing up, throughout my household now in a relationship, is who really is the smellier one? Boyfriend or the girlfriend? What? Look, you never you never got into that argument with, with your lady? Who's the smellier one? Like, oh, no, your feet smell way worse. Please get them away from me. Not even once? I mean, my... No. No? Well, either way, AJ, I'm going to prepare you with ammo in case that ever does come up. Because according to science, the answer has finally been figured out. I did it with my family, but I always won. But <laughs> Wait, how do you win? You'll find out. We're all thinking the same thing. How do you win at Smelly Feet? AJ, you said that it's a game you play with your family that you win all the time. One of my favorite things to do, AJ, is to take my bare feet. And stick him in my brother's face or in my mom's face. <laughs> or my favorite is to stick him in my dog's face. No <laughs> socks, no shoes, all love. AO's with AJ on VFX. AJ said, why? <laughs> I just, well, what I'd like to do is to see who really does love me. Okay? It's like the pinky swear from the robber. Obviously, the guy didn't like him that much or else he would have held to his promise. But I go... I stick my feet in their face, and I usually put, like, the little toes at them, you know, and I'm like, trick or treat, smell my feet, give me something good to eat. If you don't, I don't care. You will rub my feet with care. That is my challenge. How many, how many foot rubs have you legitimately gotten from that? Um, well, if you count my dog biting me, <laughs> three. 
through. Okay. Okay, so it's not you haven't been completely bageled. I I gotta be honest, buddy, I don't think anybody would ever enjoy that. Really? No, no, I don't think so. I'm thinking about doing it to a couple people here. Ooh, I don't know that that'll go. I feel like you'd be in a meeting with HR pretty quick. I gotta be honest. They would understand after I explain to them the issue. <laughs> Maybe. The goal. See? Okay, so I wasn't expecting that because in my family, it was always the tease, right? Who has the smelly's feet? And even in my relationship now, and I thought, oh, got, got Ashley, got my girlfriend. Because Procter & Gamble made a claim for an ad they ran in China that the women's feet are five times stinkier than men's. The problem is, is that that was all a sales tactic. And you know how it is, Ajay. You can't trust anyone. No. And I was like, ah, dang it. I thought I had them. So the question is... Who's who's are smellier, men or women? Ashton's on the line. Ashton, what do you think? <laughs> okay, it's definitely got to be men. I'm just saying that their hygiene in general, it, it, it's not great. Let's be real. And if coming from a woman, you know, women take great pride in smelling good in all places, if you know what I mean. So she's definitely one of them. I'm going to be honest with you, Ajay. What does she mean in all places? They're just cleanlier than we are. Women are and us true. men. Yeah. I know. Be honest. I agree with that, but I want. I just want to say I'm not going to name names. I don't know any fellas that have had prescription deodorant. I've known ladies that have had to have prescription deodorant. That's all I'm going to say. When it comes to being smelly. It's all I'm going to say. That is gross. I. What is your problem? Why would you? Tell oh, okay. Me that? The guy who sticks his feet in people's face for a hobby says that's gross. <laughs> you might add me on that one. <laughs> Okay, let me ask you this. Bef- Shoot. Before you do it, do you can like consult with yourself? Do you say, hey, Ajay, maybe we shouldn't do this this time? And then another part of you goes, no, 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 no it'll be funny. No. Not at all. Absolutely not. Do you consult with yourself ever? No. Really? You just go wild, child. All right? You throw the socks off. You put the feet in the air like you just don't care. Bam, jam, thank you, ma'am. You're either getting a foot rub or you're getting your toes bent backwards. Mm-hmm. One of the two is happening. My question is, why would you not consult with someone you immensely trust and know is going to give you decent advice? <laughs> when you're seeking counsel or advice, you want to have as many people as possible that you trust to give it to you. So why would you not go with someone you at least know their intentions or whether or not they're lying to you? And that is yourself. Ames with AJ on VFX. AJ's in. Level with me, AJ. You talk to yourself. Yes. Me too. Con- like, and no, like I mean every day. Almost all the time when I'm by myself. Yeah. Out loud. I find it to be a very useful thought exercise in working through, granted, granted, me me talking to me also wastes a lot of time with like hypotheticals, right? Where you're like, oh my gosh, what if I like go to work tomorrow and somebody says this? Well, if they say that, this is what I'm going to say. And then that happens approximately 0% of the time. So I usually go over my past mistakes. Like I'll have a conversation with somebody or I'll do an interview and then after, I'll seriously like be in my car, and I'll be and out loud. I'll be like, I shouldn't have asked that. What I should have asked is yada 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 yada. Okay, and then I'll do the whole entire interview, answering question by myself. No, actually, it's funny you mentioned that because I'm thinking about. I think the car is the place I have the most conversations with myself all the time. It's like the same thing. Like I'll go over something in my head, and it's not uncommon for me to sit down and, and then just. It's playing in my head, right? I'm talking like, okay, I did this, this, and I'll sit down in the car and I go, that was so stupid. I'll say that part out loud as if I was like confirming, like, that was so dumb. But like, I think when you're in the car by yourself, that's a place where, you know, it just fills the time because you're not paying attention to the road. Your brain kind of tunes it out because you know where you're going. Can I make a confession right now that I've never told anybody in my life? Look, we're we're that type of friends. We're pinky promise friends. (laughs) 
still haven't got there yet. <laughs> so when I used to, have, when I was young, I used to have a Super Nintendo and I'd play NCAA football or basketball or baseball, Love right? It. And when I was done, I would sit in my room and it would be near bedtime or whatever. And I would have a press conference with absolutely nobody, but I'd pretend like I'm getting questions and I would answer them as a coach. <laughs> that is awesome. I'd be like, you know what? We just didn't play well. Um, obviously, we had a great start to the first quarter. Things kind of went south after the second quarter. I'm not sure what happened. I honestly <laughs> swear to you to life, I would have a press conference with my freaking self and nobody is around me. I Look. What the fetch is my problem? No, it's not a problem. Because if anybody says they don't talk to themselves, ask yourself this. If somebody was to text you right now and say, hey, I need to talk to you whenever you come in or whenever you're free, what do you do? First of all, you immediately freak out because no one's like, oh, they need to talk to me. Obviously, they found a million dollars and they're splitting with me. It's never that. <laughs> it's never that. It's always bad. Yeah. And so then what do you do? You go you start running over scenarios. You start going, okay, what was it? What did I do? And then you start prepping defenses for these yeah. scenarios to yeah. justify Like, okay, well, I didn't do – like, I didn't know this. Or, no, no, I think it's funny that you bring that up because actually – so that's a version of talking to yourself. But then when they come back to you with the reverse backhand to the, you know, Wachobis or whatever, you're like – Man, see that one coming. Now I'm Somehow I'm still shocked. I spent two hours talking to myself, and I still wasn't ready. <laughs> okay, well, AJ let us in with a confession. I think it's fair we only keep this going because it kind of started yesterday with me. Bad news, everybody. Movie theater popcorn, massively overrated. But that's probably not just it, right? We Both of us, both of us probably have foods that everyone says are great, and we're like, are they? Yeah. Oh, are I'll they? agree. Yes. Everyone thinks great friendships are formed over the things that you like, but that's not true. There's nothing stronger than mutual hate. AMs with AJ on VFX. AJ is in. And it started yesterday, and I confess that you're all wrong about movie theater popcorn. It is not good. But we don't need to rehash that right now because instead I thought, okay, look, let's take the onus off me. Stop staring at me. And let's just say there's definitely, everybody has some foods that they don't like. And I bet some of them, other people are like, oh my gosh, how can you like that? Or not like that, it's delicious. Yes. Like, I got to be honest with you, AJ. I don't get salads. Not green ones. Macaronis, egg salads, tuna salad. I, I Jello don't. salad? Mm-mm-mm. What? Mm-mm. Pass. Heart. Mm, gross. Oh, those are good. Gross. Mm-mm-mm. What about you? you guys, what, Macaroni what? and cheese is against so many laws. Okay. Hold no, no, don't hold me. No, you watch your language. Who wants a bowl of macaroni and cheese that gets cooked and then 90 seconds later, it is cold, it is sticky, it is hard, it is crusty. Nobody, no, that is gross. What mac and cheese are you eating, buddy? Uh, The one that everybody, I had it once and it was the one that everybody loves and it is incredibly disgusting i don't i don't know that i can look at you like you starting off with one of my all-time that's a staple you don't like okay wait so you don't like macaroni and salad but you like macaroni and cheese yes that does makes no sense at all that one has cheese one has you mayo and other crap life's goals and life situations okay you're not gonna like this we haven't had this conversation yet but uh my family yeah. does mac and cheese for thanksgiving it's put one of the sides oh no so when i started a church mission in cleveland they had mac and cheese, ribs, and brownies for Thanksgiving dinner. That's a little bit weird, but I'm not going to turn it down because it sounds amazing. The ribs were great. The macaroni and cheese was horrendous. I didn't even touch it. Um, and they served me a plate of it, and I said, take that back, and I want you to put it in the garbage can where it belongs. Oh, my God. That's not very nice to people who made you dinner, Ajay. 
well, rethink what you're making oh, and be God. more respectful oh, to the guests. Oh, my gosh. Okay, can I – Can I? I I don't necessarily hate them, but I don't get the love for avocados. Avocados, guacamole. I don't oh, like thank it. goodness we found one. Yeah, no, I don't like I don't, it. Yeah, it's not good. And you know what else? Black beans is horrible. <laughs> it was nice while it lasted, buddy. We're black on the beans. same page no, for seriously, one. seriously, like you put – okay, when you have like a burrito, do you put black or pinto beans on there? Either. I'll eat either of those. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Hey, I actually have friends. This okay. So do you do you hate all beans? No, I love pinto beans. Those baked okay. beans. Okay. So Green that's beans. that's fine. I have friends that don't eat any beans whatsoever. Really? And to me, it's weird. Like they say, it's a texture thing, which I guess is universal across beans because they're all kind of the same. But I was like, they're so diverse. Like because you said baked beans are way different than black beans, but they're like nah, no beans at all. Blows my mind. Blows my mind. So since we're on the goal of wrecking our friendship today, clearly, I'm going to end it right now, right here. Pie. Pie is horrible. I hate pie. Pumpkin pie is 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 okay. at the same Whoa. level. No, it's at the same level of mac and cheese. That is blasphemous. It is at the same level of a pumpkin shell broken with meat and cottage cheese in it. Nobody wants it. Nobody likes it. Nobody needs it. I will take all of your pumpkin pie every day of the week. In it's fact, every Thanksgiving I bring over a cake. I'm not even joking. I bring over cake and donuts so I can have it. So funny thing is, my sister-in-law can't do cake. So every birthday party, she has pie. <laughs> you guys are like the opposite completely. It doesn't make any. They're desserts. Just put them in your face. They're good. I promise. No. <sighs> okay. Okay. We got to get off this because we're not going to be friends by the end as we keep doing this. How about uh, instead we try to universally hate something? Okay. Okay. <laughs> So my girlfriend went to a concert this week, and being the dutiful boyfriend that I am, she had a complaint to which I immediately was like, ah, those jerks, of course they're terrible people. But trying to be logical and and, and at least some open-mindedness, I figured I'd ask you, Ajay, what you think about concert etiquette. Okay. She's going to get on the phone here in about six minutes. She'll explain the situation, and then you and I will decipher whether or not we think she has a, a real beef or not. What is concert etiquette, especially if you end up getting stuck behind someone who is a little bit taller than you? Now, as a dutiful boyfriend, when my girlfriend came home and said, you won't believe these jerks at the concert, I immediately went, oh my gosh, they're the worst people in the world. What should we do? But that's, you know, reasonably, I got to be like, okay, let's sure. actually hear the story, yeah. right? Uh-huh. AM's with AJ on VFX. AJ's in this morning. So luckily I got her on the phone. She'll kind of explain the situation. We'll judge accordingly. So, babe. Explain what happened. Well, I'm sitting here and I'm not the tallest person around. And so when I'm standing behind a bunch of like seven foot four guys and, you know, you're kindly asked like, hey, maybe you could like move your head a little bit or step aside. And you're like, I can't help it that I'm tall. It's like I'm not asking you to like stand on your knees. I'm just asking you to like have some courtesy and like move a little bit so everyone else behind you can see when you and five of your friends are like your own freaking basketball team and then you're rude about it and no one can see the show and you're just like like i don't want to see the back of your like abercrombie and finch t-shirt i want to see the stage (sighs) babe can i call you babe (laughs) babe look wasn't ready for that been there done that I thought you might have some a little bit of area expertise in this. Oh, okay. Sorry, okay. sorry. Low blow. Uh, low why blow. don't you go eat some gel salad, all right? Make yourself feel better or worse. I'm sorry. Nothing, nothing they can do. Like, what do you want them to do? 
Uh, so the way she explained it to me was that she uh, they asked if they could like, like just you know create viewing windows, right? Yeah. Spread apart as opposed to offensive lining it up so that you couldn't see over them. And they were like, absolutely not. I I don't know. That's why like, again, dutiful. Oh, those jerks! I can't believe them. They're the worst people in the world. But in all honesty, I I kind of like. I don't know. I, I'm a, I'm not. I think I'm average height, maybe a little bit above average. I ain't seven feet tall, but like, can you imagine if they actually were seven feet tall? How inconvenient it has to be for them to do anything. Well, you know. Okay, so I have a different issue with tall people. When Uh-oh. I was doing media day for the Utah Jazz, Rudy Gobert came over, and I was like, "Sorry, Rudy, we're about two minutes out. Just give us a moment. We'll get we'll get you in there." He goes, "No problem." He then sets his arm on my head. Well, that's rude. And then Joe Ingles comes over and sets his arm on my shoulder. So now I'm being crunched by two incredibly tall and well-sized men. Look, when you see a short person, it is not your arm rest. It is not your foot rest. It is not your butt rest. All right? We're human beings. All right? Oh, and yeah, you people at the roller coasters, okay? <laughs> we're like, hey, we're going to measure you to see if you're tall enough to go on the ride. Yeah, knock it off. All right? Quit, you- quit, quit trying to be cool. Right? No one's giving you a raise here, man. So you think the world would be a better place if everybody was a little bit shorter? Treat the short people like the tall people. Fair. If I'm two inches too short to read the to ride the rocket and my crush is standing behind me, you know what you do? Oh, you man, you look like you're tall enough to ride the rocket. Hop right on through. You're right. That's that's the right thing to do. R-E-S-P-A-C-E-A-T. That's what it means to me. Safety be darned. Just get AJ out of the ride. <laughs> I hate Lagoon. I've never been back since that day. <laughs> hey, so I wanted to ask you. Right, we we did the what would you do for a million dollars? Yeah, we did the what foods do you not do, would you not do you not like yes. that other people do like? What's something you refuse to give up? Like from your childhood, right? It's important, I think, hold on to that a little bit. Okay, because I know you well enough to know, I know there's an answer there, and I know there's an answer for me too. I don't care if it's childish. I'm not giving it up. Mm-hmm. It's important to me. I think the way that life unfolds is a really curious path. There are things that you identify as a kid that you just absolutely love, and then at a certain point, you kind of get embarrassed about them, and you hide them for a little bit, not to say you don't partake, and then you kind of grow up and realize, I don't care what people think. They're stupid, and then they become kind of your prized possessions again. AMs with AJ on VFX. AJ's in for the Goals Gym debate at eight. Prime example, loved, loved Pokemon, loved Yu-Gi-Oh!, all through childhood, collected the cards, played the games, got to high school. People still did it, but I was like, no, this is embarrassing. Didn't talk about it, kept it secret. Then got out of high school and in college, I was like, I don't care what people think, all about it again. Prize possessions. I kid you not. Question is, what are the things from your childhood you wouldn't give up? If there was a fire in my house, I will risk life and limb to save my card collections at the bottom of my, you know, actually, I don't want to reveal where they are in case security threat. Somewhere in my house are car collections. I will risk life and limb to make sure that they make it out alive. Don't want that pinky swear guy coming out there again, you know, making a deal with I, you. You know, it's just better to not say where they're at in case anybody is like, oh, really? That's where AJ's card collection is. Interesting. All right. So for me, my dad, when I was young, bought me the NFL films like classic VHS tapes, Super Bowl, or Superstars on Super Bowl. And I honestly would reenact that movie. I would put up these bar stools that my dad bought were for that really expensive, and I'd tackle them. Maybe broke a couple accidentally and blamed it on somebody else. Don't worry about it. Uh, but those brought out the best in me, the music, the tapes, and so I kept those, and I still have them. Uh, 
I have a stuffed animal still. My main dude in the nude, Reggie. He's still hanging out with me. I got you. My main man, Monkey. He's still there with me. Still going at the age of three. Okay, so I'm glad you brought up stuffed animals. We're going to come a quick pin in that one because Jake's on the line, and we'll come back to that. Jake, what, right, is, Jake. what is the thing from your childhood you, re- you wouldn't give up? You refuse to do so. I will never give up footy pajamas, and I know that nobody is asking me to give them up, but even if they were, it's never going to happen. My wife doesn't seem to mind them, and I am just super comfortable in them. I mean, hmm. as long as they keep making them for adults, I am in. Look, look, no disparaging. We're all, we're all collectively sharing here. I just don't feel like that's comfortable. How does he fit in the PJs that he wore when he was eight? Oh, I think he's saying that he just gets adult sizes of them. He's still just wearing footy pajamas, like onesies. Oh, he's not the only one. Okay, making sure. So back to stuffed animals. I'm with you. Ashton and I have a collection of them. They go on trips with us. Like when we go on vacation to international yep. countries, they get packed in the suitcase. I took Reggie a monkey on a road trip with me one time. I got you. One of the other things that goes with me is my baby blanket. Uh, when I was in high school and stuff, whenever we went on trips, like we used to for marching band or whatever, it would come. It would stay in the duffel bag, but it would come along. Okay, Linus, just calm down. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit, to be honest with you. It is, man, it is borderline disintegrating, though. You know, fun fact about that baby blanket, just to prove how I don't how know m- if I want to know this. No, 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 no. Just to prove how much I love it. So technically, it was given to my mom at uh, the baby shower for me. So it was given to her, and it was given to me. And so it was always mine. And when my parents got divorced and went up to my mom's house, and then I was like, well, my dad won custody. I was like, well, I want it where I am. It's a, it's a, you know, it's a comfort blanket. And my mom was like, well, it belongs to me, so I'm not going to let you have it. So I had to sneak that sucker out. Covert op style nice. to get it home with me, nice. and that's why it's in my possession now. Nice. And if that blanket had a choice, it would have been with you rather than the yeah. I completely absolutely. Agree. I completely agree. One hundred percent. So as we're, we're reliving some of our fun childhood memories and talking about the things that we just hold on to so so tightly, another question is, without making any assumptions, Ajay, I'll just speak for myself. Growing up, lower middle class, and there were some things. That when I was growing up that were in like friends' houses, like, oh, man, that is so cool. I wish we could have that, even though we were never going to. But the, the scale has changed because that stuff that used to be kind of higher class, now not so much. It's really not. And I'm kind of curious as to what's something that maybe you thought growing up was like a sign of someone being like super cool. But now it's like, eh, not so much anymore. Mm. You know, it's not really fair that growing up there may have been things that you didn't have because there were just limitations to what your family could do. And then you grew up and you could get them, and then the bar moved, and people were like, that's not even a big deal. Who cares? I never had that problem, though, man. AMs with AJ on VFX. AJ in for the Goals Gym debate today. What do you mean? I, I'm trying to, I, I've been trying to think of stuff that I had that may have been like the oh my gosh of then. And I just. I mean, we. I mean, I'm not saying we were poor or anything. I mean, we had great things. I just, I don't think anything ever stands out today where it would be like, "Wow, that, that sucks." That's what I'm saying. So I wouldn't say that either. Nobody was gonna look at my family like, "Ah, oh, dirty." But we, I, I know where we came from, and that's fine. I had a great childhood. I can't complain. Yeah, my parents did their best. But what I was like, so there were things growing up. For instance, when I was in college. Someone was moving out and was getting rid of one of those those big projection big screen TVs. I mean, those suckers that are six feet tall. Sure. They're like 60 inches, and they're massive. Like, they're as wide as my wingspan. So another six feet across. I bought that cheap, and I thought I was so cool. I was like, oh, I got this big projection big screen. This is so awesome. And it was fine, and I kept it for the year that I had the lease, and I took it to my grandma's. 
because it was a pain in the butt. To it was heavy. It was a pain in the butt. And then TVs got small, and all of a sudden I was like, oh, actually, that's really stupid. I should have never bought that. Like, I should have <laughs> spent the money on a flat screen TV, which is all the norm now, right? Everybody's got them. <laughs> hey, what about, okay, what about those big kid poles? Like, in the backyards? I used to, like, when I used to go to a friend's house, I'm like, oh, my gosh, they have a big pool. And it's just that big, like, circle pool yeah. you have to take down after. Oh, the blue ones. Yeah. About. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Like, oh, man. Yeah. So, uh, as a kid, awesome. Now, I don't think yeah. so. Because to me, same. so not not totally the same thing, but hot tubs. Yes. Right? Like, if I went yes. over to someone's house now and they had a hot tub, yeah. I would still think they're they're doing pretty yes. well. good one. But in talking to people that, that have one, it's kind of the same thing. I don't, I don't think it's worth it. Like, the maintenance seems like a royal pain in the butt. Okay, random one. But people who had the light-up shoes, like when you would walk with them and they'd light up, yes. I'd be like, man, you're living the dream. Those shoes made you go faster. Man, your mom and dad taking good care of you, getting you swag so you look fresh. And now I'm like, dude, you're wearing those? You're an absolute idiot. You know how dumb you look right now in front of the whole entire world? <laughs> I don't know that I'm quite there. Go uh, bare feet but, right now, okay. young person. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, like another example is like my my parents growing up before they got divorced, waterbed it was all the thing, right? It was cool. It, it was like it was so unusual. Me sleeping on my mattress, like oh, that's that's what I aspire to do. Who has one now? Do you know anybody that has no. one? My mom and dad had one for a long time back in the do. day, dude. Yeah. I was like, I'm jealous. And now you're like, absolutely not. Yeah, why would you have one now? You gotta, oh man. Those are a pain in the butt to take care of. I just don't see them being comfortable, man. I move a lot, too. So, like, oh, if you're man, a shifter. I get sick. And if you have a partner, like, they ain't sleeping because you you're just moving all of a sudden. Like, moving up and it's down. high tide. What's <laughs> happening? <laughs> Ashley's like, it's four in the morning. Stop it. Hang ten, bro. Let's do it. Gold's Gym debated eight on VFX. Ajay, on a scale of one to ten, how manly slash, let's say, handy would you consider yourself if 10 is the most? Oh, let's go six. Really? Yeah. Okay, so I'm- Why do you act surprised? I, I, I didn't know. Like, we don't, obviously, I'm, I'm like a negative 14, so it's not like you and I ever were like, let's build a house together. I had no idea. It's not a, it's not a thing I would get involved with. Are we going to be roommates at some point? <laughs> Apparently. Yeah, back in the time. Yeah. So, uh, the reason I asked is I- had such an unusual situation yesterday. Mm -hmm. I found a piece of heavy machinery just sitting by a side of a road. No idea what to do. Also, the cop may have thought we were possible murder suspects. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to dismiss that either. Oh, boy. I will tell you the whole story after Justin Bieber in about five minutes. VFX. On a scale of 1 to 10, with 10 being the manliest slash handiest man, Ajay said, you're a 6. That's what you said. Yep. I'm like a negative 45. AM's with AJ on VFX. AJ's in. Tell me what you would do in this situation because I panicked yesterday. So I told you, I've been getting my steps in, right? Ashley and I have been going out for walks. Awesome. Get some work in. Awesome. So yesterday, we go out for a walk early evening. Sun's starting to set. And we turn the corner and we stumble across what I thought was a chainsaw, but to prove further that I'm not a handyman, apparently it was hedge clippers. But these hedge clippers... We're just sitting on top of a trash can next to a bus stop next to a building where special needs people and adults are taken care of. Oh, whoa. Really? Yes. So Ashley used to work there, starts going like, we should do something, right? And I'm like, what do we do? 
And she's like, well, I don't want to call 911 because it doesn't feel like that much of an emergency, but we got to call someone, right? And I'm like, I guess. I, I, they didn't go over in the man handbook, what do you do when you find hedge clippers by the side of the road? I didn't get that one. I missed that class. So luckily, a cop starts coming from the other direction, driving down the road. So we flag him down, which, of course, I feel like that guy's going to be like, all right, oh, gosh, what's happening? These nutsos. And so he, he swings around because he was going the other way. So he swings around, pulls up next to us. And Ashley goes, Ashley goes uh, so I don't want to be weird or anything, but like this is right here, these hedge clippers, and I don't think they should be there. And the guy, the cop goes, he goes, all right, uh, yeah, I'll take care of this. Let me just get some information from you just so when I file my report. And so he asks her, she gives a name, date of birth, phone number, and he doesn't ask me. And all I can think is, and this this is a true testament, right? Anytime you have involvement with cops is, whew, glad he didn't ask me. <laughs> My name's not down on it. So he takes it and drives off. But, like, if that cop had not shown what do you do? Again, it's by a bus pass, by a building where special needs adults are taken care of. I know, right? Dude, I don't even know what I would have done. Right? Like, I mean, you did the right thing, like, waving down the cops saying, hey, these are here. We don't know what to do with them, but it's kind of a dangerous spot. We pick them up for us or and let him do his thing. Um, if the cop doesn't show up, you can't just like grab it and walk, right? You're just swinging no, your dude, arms, walking you, down the nah, sidewalk dude. with hedge clippers. Then if a cop would have saw you, there's, there's, yeah, he's getting oh, a report yeah. with your name. Yeah, on. it's bad. Not, <laughs> not the good report. <laughs> you can take my name out for sure. Um, I, I leave him there. I don't even touch him. That was my thing. But then Ashley was like, well, I don't want to read a news story tomorrow that some kid came out here and like played with hedge clippers. and We heard that he cut himself. It's not you're in your control. I I was who who leaves hedge clippers on a trash can? I know, but it's if it's not in your control. Just if it's if there's no cop there, you walk away. Like the other fifty billion people, I guess have done that. They same they day. had to have right. There's no way no one else noticed that because you could see the video. I made a video just explaining how ridiculous I thought the situation was, and you could see how close the bus stop is, how close the building is that I'm talking about. Because it's Man. it's one of those. Well, like one of those park trash kits too. It's not like halfway in it or whatever. It's legitimately just sitting flat out on top. That's crazy. Yeah, I would have left him there though. I wouldn't have touched him. I couldn't believe it. But you guys did the right thing though. Absolutely uh, made the right decision. Credit to Ashley. She was she's the one that of course figured out. Yeah, right. Like I'm I'm just there by association. That's all. She gets a call. Yeah. So uh, uh Ashley, what time did you uh <laughs> leave those clippers there? <laughs> Start to see some suspicious things adding up here. We gotta ask <laughs> you a couple more questions. <laughs> Rutro. Uh, speaking of things that can't be explained, this week's version of Park Narcs, right in that category. Oh. So we'll try to make heads or tails of it yet again before voting closes tomorrow. If you haven't seen it, it's pinned to the top of our Facebook page. There's been one defense made of one of our Park Narc nominees. Ames with AJ at VFX. AJ is in, and this is your first real, I think, run at the helm, right, where we've done Park Narcs. Yes. And one of the things, I, I should have told you at the beginning of the week, but one of the things that's pretty cool Sometimes frustrating about our Park Narc voters, those who decide who the most annoying is of the parking spots, as they go out of their way to try and come up with any possible excuse to justify why anyone would park the way they do in the nominees because they're good people and they want to say, okay, maybe, maybe, just maybe there's a reason for it. And for nominee number one, which you and I have been on all week talking about who parks on the sidewalk, they said, a lot of people have commented and said, okay, well, in that specific complex... You can park on the sidewalk if you're moving, you're unloading groceries, and they say, I think that's what it is. They didn't actually maybe act totally like a jerk. They're just taking advantage of some rules. To which I say, okay, 
but I still don't think I would ever be like, yeah, whatever, I'm going to park on the sidewalk. Yeah, it's still a gutsy move. Uh, I, th- I think I saw one Facebook post uh, say that they saw both in person and that one didn't stay that long. One was only there okay, for just so, a little I bit mean, and I mean, took off. To be fair, that's okay, that's another way maybe that decides it. But also, I mean, illegal still illegal. I'm okay, not saying this is illegal, I, but you I know, know what I mean? Saying, but wrong is okay, but then look, but, but look at park number two. You're <laughs> on double lines. You're facing towards another car who's in its, a handicap spot. And what? What's the explanation for that? I want to know exactly what that individual was thinking. You got brothers and sisters. Do you have any nieces or nephews? I have one little niece. One niece. So maybe not your niece or nephew, but you get little family members, right, where you go to family functions and you have that kid that without really understanding, they just don't understand personal space. Yes. That's what that is. That car is like, what's going on? I'm just, I just want to see what's going on. Like They don't understand. They're just like, oh, I'm all up in your business. Okay, so wait. You think that they're actually going for the other car. They're not just parking there to go grab something to eat. Dude, I have no idea. Like, see, your, that's what the your thing explanation is that you question. can have an explanation for for park number for one. Number one, yeah. You have no explanation for park number two. No, not at all whatsoever. Don't. You absolutely do not. So number two for me. Okay, well, Ajay's locked in his vote. I always wait till Friday to do mine. You decide for yourself. Yes, please, by all means. Pen to the top of our Facebook page. This week's most annoying Parkers in Cash Valley. You decide which is number one of the most annoying. The narker, the one who took the pictures, of course, going to win a prize and move on to our tournament at the end of the year. VFX's Facebook roulette, finding good, inspiring, positive things to share on Facebook so it's not such a, well, toxic dump, to be honest. Names with AJ on VFX. And also, if you haven't figured out by now, AJ, I think, is a little bit picky. So I try to find things that appease his sense of humor or wonderment. You know, it's good to see you working around my needs. I got you, buddy. With my wants, my desires, my wishes. I try not to be a diva. <laughs> I don't think it always comes across, but I try. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> okay, so the post of the line on is from my friend Corey. It's a picture of someone's forehead really like beaded up with sweat, and it says, when you look hard for something and told your wife it wasn't there, and then she goes to look for it. Oh, sweat. man. Sweat. Dude, sweat. that was a... Oh. My mom would be like, if I find that right over there, I'm going to be really upset. And I was like, please, please tell me I'm not crazy. <laughs> I don't know what it is. but men More seem- often than not, they found it too. Uh, I men, just- men seem to have this ability where what I don't know what it is, but we just seem to be able to block things out of just yeah. the field of view. Yeah, like when it's – yeah, exactly. I don't know what exactly. it is. Exactly. Oh, man, that was, those were the worst tests. My mom's <laughs> like, if I find that and it's right where you said it wasn't, and then, sure enough, it wasn't. I'm like, Mom, I swear I didn't see it. Like, <laughs> God put it there. I have no else. But I don't want to tell you right now. It's like, I'd call it a superpower, but it, it seems like more often than not, it doesn't benefit <laughs> you whatsoever. <laughs> Actually, ironically enough, it's funny. Superpowers came up because I think that's going to be our lead topic or our big topic for the after show. Don't forget that comes up at about 1030. Uh, any of our social media, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, Utah's VFX for all of them. You can find, participate as Produce Butters and Mima join Ajay and I. Again, about 10.30 every weekday. If you miss the podcast, same thing. Search for Utah's VFX anywhere podcasts are. Find all our social media. Vote for Parknarks because the revelation that nominee number one who parked on the sidewalk could actually not be doing anything wrong might be a late sway for that. Not saying they're winning, but it could be a big groundswell that ends up sending number two on to being the most annoying. But that's completely up to you. Utah's VFX, all social media. So... AJ, I feel like I need to say this because you've said the last two days, man, get some rest. Yeah, you too. You gotta, you're calling a game tonight, my man. Soccer. 
Oh, Hopefully, I don't. We're so myself. excited for you. You're gonna do great. Thank you. Tell tomorrow for AMs with AJ on VFX. Don't do anything that we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening.